The scripture reading this morning is from Psalm 33. It is my prayer that God would speak into your hearts and lives today through his word. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to him on the ten-stringed lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars and puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. The word of the Lord. So, we have a dog. And uh, this dog and I have a, a special uh, affection for each other, the, the man and his furry beast. And uh, one of my daily routines is, of course, to go on a walk. And I have come to really enjoy these walks. Uh, during the walk, I, I spend time, well, thinking about life, reflecting. I, I spend time in prayer. Uh, and I also think about the life of a dog as well. And you can learn a few things, you know, stretching is good, you know, exercise. Uh, be happy over the simple things in life, like taking a walk. I also think about the differences between me and the DOG. So uh, we're, we're taking a walk uh, for me, this would be in Eldridge Park over here off of uh, Spring Road and Butterfield Road. And uh, if, if you know me, I'm taking the walk, and wow, that is a, a beautiful maple tree. 
sugar maple tree. So I, I tell Mia, the dog, look at this tree. Mia could care less. What, do, what, does she, what does she do? She walks over and smells at the base of the tree. I'm like, okay, fine, let's, let's move on. And uh, so we, we walk along some more, and, and I just begin thinking about life and, and maybe God's direction and what's going on in life. And, and, and Mia, uh, Mia has no concern about her existence, the meaning of her existence. She's just concerned about, well, you guessed it, what she can smell. Uh, maybe the occasional squirrel. And if another dog comes along, it's, well, how does this dog smell? And then as we uh, walk further uh, along the path, uh, I might begin thinking about what's coming up ahead in life. Like, well, for instance, this morning, I, I thought about the service and, and prayed about the service. I, sometimes I think about family plans in the coming week. Uh, what's going on at school or a break in school that's coming up. And so it's very natural for me to, to think about the future. And uh, what is Mia? The dog thinking about, well, the next tree and the next smell. Now, it is good to live in the moment, as, as Mia does. But if all we do is just live in the moment and, and just focus on, on, on right here and now, I believe we are, we are not living all the way that God intended us to live. This morning through Psalm 33... I want to encourage you in 2014, and a few days left in 2013, I want to encourage you in this new year to look up, to look within, and to look ahead. And Psalm 33 wonderfully uh, enlightens us on these ideas. So first, we begin with looking up. As humans... Awe affects us spiritually. When we look up and we see a beautiful vista, nobody has to tell you to feel inspired. It is natural for us. Every person in this room could tell a story of maybe a camping trip and seeing that night sky filled with stars or, or going to a national park or, or even to a lake early in the morning and and you step outside, and it is so peaceful and beautiful, and you are awestruck. You look up, and it affects you. You realize there is something more than just you here right now. Of course, I believe this is something God has put within us. It is a marker within us to point us to God as creator. So interesting, when I was working on this sermon, I was thinking about this sermon even a month ago, and Time Magazine had an article, What is it about awe that makes you religious? Another title to this was, Why There Are No Atheists at the Grand Canyon. And so there was a scientific study proving something that you and I just know exists anyway. And they were... Uh, studying uh, how people see awesome sights and how, they, how that affects them, and they gave different people different uh, pictures and things to look at. And those that saw the awesome things 
there was more of a connection spiritually in their lives. Now, as we look at Psalm 33 and awe and the looking up in Psalm 33, Psalm 33 starts with worship. And this type of worship, oh, it is soaring praise. It is skillful musicians. It is instruments. It is joyful songs. It is even, yes, shouting. Yes! Okay, at least one person has to shout, right? I'm not a shouter, but the Psalms, okay? It is worship. Now, why is the psalmist and the people so in awe over worship? Well, verses 4 and 5. They're in awe over God's word. God's word. In a world that has so many messages in which life can be so confusing, Psalm 33 says, God's word is right and it is true. Through God's word, you can learn more about the character of God. And Psalm 33 says, through God's word, you learn that God Almighty is faithful. He is righteous He is just. Almighty God is filled with unfailing love. It is easy for us to feel awe at beautiful sights in nature. But the psalm here says we should be in awe. Something should click within us over God's word. And before I move on from this point, since we are in the Christmas season, it It just made me think of of John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word is Jesus. Considering simply the Christmas story, the Word become flesh, should fill us with a sense of awe. The psalmist goes on in verses 6 through 9, and here the psalmist talks about God's world. God as creator. Now, if it was my psalm, of course, I would wax lyrical right now about walking in a forest. But this is not my psalm. Uh, Psalm 33, what does the author uh, write about? Well, he does write about some awesome things in God's creation. He writes about the sky and the ocean. Two expansive things in our world that naturally create awe in the human heart. Consider God's awesome creation. And so this morning, I'd like you to consider how well are you looking up these days? How is your heart filled with a sense of awe and the awesomeness of God? Uh, Sometimes we can live like a dog. We just are focused down. We're just sniffing around at all of these glittery things that the world offers us. And I'm not saying they're bad. I am saying, though, that they can easily distract us, tempt us, and hinder us from looking up at the awesomeness of God. And so I, I ask you, What is it in your life these days that that tends to make you look down a little too much when God is calling you to lift your sights, to look up, and to see his glory and wonder in his word, 
and in his world. Going for a walk, it's a good thing. And when you go for a walk, I would encourage you to look around. You don't have to go to the Grand Canyon to feel awe. Now, sure, that's a special sense of awe there. I, I have been there, and around here does not match that. Nevertheless, you can still take a walk and be awed at God's creation. A funny little story that involves one of you. Well, actually, it's Randy Heert, okay? And I ask his permission here. So several years ago, I was walking home from school. Down Prospect, took a left on Harrison. The Hirts live close to my walk home. And so I'm walking home one day, and I was just struck by squirrels. Such an interesting creation. And so I was standing on the corner, and I thought I would have a stare-down contest with the squirrel to see who would move first. And so I just stood there staring at the squirrel, and the squirrel did not move, staring back at me. And uh, I just looked at this, this little animal and was amazed at just its life that God created a squirrel. So I'm just staring, looking at the squirrel, not moving. This is like over a minute or two. I mean, we were just locked. Little did I know, uh, Brother Hirt was a few doors down looking at his odd Bible teacher. And uh, what's kind of funny is I saw him this morning. I said, Randy, I'd like to use you in the message. He goes, is it about the squirrel? <laughs> really? I have made an impression on the young lad. Now, I am not saying that, that you need to have a stare-down contest with the squirrel. But I would encourage you to be in awe over God's creation. And also... Uh, over God's word. Don't take it for granted. Realize there is something special here. Do you want your faith to grow in 2014? Just respond to something that God has already put in your heart. Look at the world and read God's word with a humble heart and I guarantee, if you do that, God has designed for his word to be alive. And as you read God's word, it's going to work in your heart. And you will grow in faith, your spirit will soar, and you will look up in 2014. Second, look within. Look within. My friends, what is the meaning of life. I'm trying to sound more intellectual with my voice. Now, right now, we could uh, go very deep into philosophy. We could get very complicated. I'd rather not do that. Let's just keep it simple. Are you and I merely biological units sitting on a little rock called planet Earth, flying through outer space, at 67,000 miles an hour around the sun. Did you know that's how fast we're going right now? On a tiny, tiny planet flying through outer space, and we are just little biological units. Or is there something more 
is there something more? As we look at the meaning of life in Psalm 33, we see some very important fundamental truths that we need to incorporate within our lives. First, in verses 10 through 11, God has a plan. God has a plan for this little planet that is flying through space. And no power on earth, the psalmist says, can thwart the plan of God. No random asteroid is going to come in and knock Earth off its orbit, and we are now ice cube in the middle of space. God has a plan. Not only does God have a plan, the psalmist says God has a people. He has a people. He's concerned about human history. And you and I here today, we realize that God's people is no longer just the nation of Israel as it, as it was in the Old Testament. The people of God are believers in Jesus Christ scattered across this great globe. And God says, you are my own and you are blessed simply because you are my people. And this idea of people is not just a, a fuzzy general concept. Because the psalmist says in verses 13 to 15, God sees all and considers everything we do. God sees all, considers everything that we do. And so, as, as I said, right here on, on December 1st, if you were here, your life, it matters. You are not merely just a biological unit flying through outer space. And so how is God challenging you to live with meaning in 2014? God is sovereign. Meaning, God is in control. And he is a God that looks over our lives so that we can live in this new year with an assurance, with a trust that he is in control. And to think that you and I exist. Sometimes I think about that on my walk, that I am me. I am here. I'm I am unique. Each person in this room, you are a unique, special creation of God. We are smaller than ants on the universal scale. And yet, Almighty God has chosen to not only breathe life into us, but to breathe image of Godness into us. And so what we do matters, so we live with purpose, so our lives have meaning. In this new year, you should consider how you live and how you love. How you love God. How you love others. It matters because God has given us 
this gift of me. Look within. And then finally, look ahead. Look ahead. So what are you looking forward to? Okay, I know some of you are, maybe you're looking forward to the end of the sermon. Hopefully not. This, okay, let's be honest, it happens. Okay, I'm looking forward to the end of the service. There's something out, you know. What do we, okay, we look forward to all sorts of things. We look forward to things this afternoon, uh, this coming week. We look forward to a missions trip. We look forward to school. We look forward to graduation, to a new job, to marriage. We look forward to children. We look forward to vacations, to retirement. To what? That's kind of just us, isn't it, as humans? We look forward to things. We have this concept of the future. So it is very human for us to look forward to things. What does Psalm 33 say about this? Looking ahead in Psalm 33. Well, I'll tell you, the looking forward to in the Bible, it's all about hope. Here in the closing verses of Psalm 33, the word hope is mentioned three times. Now, specifically in context, the psalmist is, uh, brings up the subject of war. And when you think about it, of all the places on earth, I think it's safe to say that that, that little bit of land called Palestine has been the most fought over piece of real estate in human history, and even to this day it's continuing uh, to be fought over. So war was a very, very much of a real reality, uh, very much of a reality, and they had to plan for it. They had to work hard to be prepared. But the psalmist is saying, what is your ultimate hope and trust with this reality? Is it in your own strength or is it in me? When you look ahead, Israelites, don't just trust in your strength. Trust in me. And there are some people who realize the profound weakness of the human condition, and they, they're real with themselves, and they go, you know what? I'm weak. I, I can't trust in myself. And there are many people that fall into a paralyzing anxiety a gripping fear, and even despair. Because as humans, they're looking ahead, but they are not looking ahead with hope. Psalm 33 essentially says this. When you look ahead, hope in God's presence, in God's plan, and in God's guidance. Hope as you look ahead. So as you look ahead in, in your life and you consider Psalm 33, uh, some of you can struggle with tunnel vision. When a problem or issue comes along, you just naturally focus so much on that issue that you fail to, to look up and, and, and to look within, to look at life from God's perspective. There are some of you going through difficult times that, well, you get mad at God. There are people that even say there is no God because of the suffering in this world. How could there be a God? 
I, I just reject the idea. And we miss the point there that God never promised heaven now. It is something we look forward to, look ahead to, with hope. God is so concerned about our human suffering. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into human suffering. And so wherever you're at in your life and perhaps you're struggling with, with faith or what's going on, God's word for you today is, yes, to look ahead, this is human, but look ahead in hope. God has a plan. His plan will be accomplished, and you can rest in that fact alone. So looking ahead from a biblical perspective means having a simple trust that God is in control that God knows the best even when we don't understand, and that there is always, always, always hope. As we hike through life in the twists and the turns and the ups and the downs, facing bends in the road which we yearn to see around but cannot, as we hike through life, we can be tempted to live less than how God created us to live. We can narrow our focus on a daily basis to simply how do I feel and what is happening to me. And God's word to you this morning through Psalm 33 is to let your humanity sing and worship God. And how do you do that? How do you do that? You look up. You see the trees and the sky. You see God's word. And you live with awe. You look within. You consider your existence and you understand that your life individually has meaning. And you look ahead. You anticipate future plans. You anticipate the future with hope. In 2014, may you look up, look within, and look ahead to the glory of God. Amen.